What is the premise of purpose? Why are we here? And how do some people make so much impact in their lifetime, while others exist on autopilot? This is where we explore all things revolutionary in business, mindset, and your everyday life. I'm Anna Graybow, your host and business mentor, here to help you discover your purpose and learn how you can start living it every single day. Today, we have Diana Nguyen, a visionary leader and the CEO and founder of Madison Seville, an influential lifestyle brand specializing in women's inspirational blazers and suits. She made a remarkable journey from finance consultant to fashion designer and entrepreneur after 15 years in the corporate world. Throughout her corporate tenure, Diana witnessed numerous women, including herself, grappling to find blazers that combined the perfect fit, style, and comfort. Recognizing this gap in the market, she embarked on a mission to redefine women's blazers. She can confidently say that their blazers are so comfortable you can sleep in them. Although Madison Seville is more than just a fashion brand, it is a symbol of courage and empowerment. Diana's purpose is to embolden women and encourage them to find their power within. She is also a podcast host and holds the esteemed position of vice chair at the Women's Business Network of the Beverly Hills Chamber of Commerce. So welcome, Diana. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you for having me, Anna. I'm excited to be here. Like I said, I'm an open book, so... Beautiful. So tell us about the beginning before this long list of stuff happened when you were, you know, just going out into the world. What did that look like for you? Um, very different. I I actually started off in computer science in college. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, and it's only because my stepdad is an engineer. And so I'm the oldest of three girls. And so of course he's like, oh, you know, everybody needs to go the engineering route. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh my God, I can't really, I'm not, I'm a people person. And so sitting there and coding all day is not really, it doesn't really spark me, <laughs> oh but I did it. I do have a background in computer science. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I lasted probably, I don't know, a year or so. And I went to my dad and I said, you know what? I can't do coding. I can't do, I can't be an engineer. I'm a people person. I love business. I love marketing. Yeah. Uh, and then so he said, well, then you're doing accounting. And I'm like, okay, well, that's nothing that I just said, but <laughs> it's getting me closer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I actually started, I, my degree is in accounting. So I have a major uh, in accountant, accounting and then minor in marketing uh, because I did sneak that in there. Uh, I still wanted to do marketing. I started my career off uh, when I graduated, uh, working at the big four public accounting firm for Deloitte, uh, I have to say, if I look back, I mean, I wouldn't change it. It was like initiation into the business world, you know, starting off in finance, consulting, accounting. It's all like the really good foundation that you really need to start a business. Yes. Um, I did it for over 15 years. <laughs> Incredible. Oh my gosh. But, you know, that whole time it's always, and I'm sure those out there can relate. There's just kind of something, you know, you feel like there that's missing um, or a calling to do more. And so that calling got stronger and stronger and louder and louder towards, I mean, the last few years of my kind of corporate tenure. Um, I was at Microsoft actually. Wow. And how I got to Madison Savile, I mean, people always ask, right? Like, how did you, what is your purpose? How do you know your purpose? Like, how do you even go from finance to fashion? 
And it's not a straightforward answer. And I sometimes I feel like people are like, it's very black and white. I'm like, it's not black and white at all. Uh, it's different for everyone because we're all on a different journey and a different timeline. So first and foremost, do not compare yourself to other people. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for that one. <laughs> it is, you know, it, you know, we can go our entire life you just learning and discovering ourselves, And I think that's the important piece is to create that time to discover yourself and, and learn and know and, and learn from others too. Um, and allow that kind of inspiration and creativity to come into your life. Because mm-hmm. I feel like once we get into this mode, we're very always kind of just adulting, adulting, adulting. And the older we get, we have more responsibilities, family, mortgage, you name it. It just piles on. And then you're just kind of in the rat race. And, you know, sometimes it's taking those moments to yourself. Um, I really, I know it's hard, you know, especially when you have kids and you're wearing the many hats, which is what led me to Madison Savile. I'll get there in a second, (laughs) but it is, it's hard to put yourself first, because your kids are a priority, your family is a priority, your husband, like everybody else besides you is a priority. (laughs) And then you get to a place where you're like, who am I? What do I like? I don't even know what I like anymore. You know? Yeah. Um, And kind of going back, I'm jumping around, but going back to that time when I was at Microsoft, I actually, all I knew was there was more to do. Like I, there was more um, impact to be made. Uh, and I felt that in my heart and I said that calling was getting stronger. I just didn't know what. Uh, and so I actually brought on two career coaches, <laughs> cool. but different, different, different methods. One's a neuroscience. And so it was very like data driven, science driven in terms of her method. And the other one is a spiritual coach. And so he was very on that side and his method And they both came to the same conclusion, which is (laughs) you're meant to be an entrepreneur. Yes. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, great. What does that mean? How do I do that? (laughs) Oh gosh. Like an entrepreneur in what, you know? So that was like a step. I'm sure a lot of you are like, I don't know what, is it a product? Is it clothes? Is it food? I don't know. Yeah. Um, And so that, I mean, that's the journey itself. And for me, I, one, I love blazers. Mm-hmm. I always wore blazers when I was in corporate and I was surrounded by women that also love blazers, but I also heard the pain points from each woman and myself. And so that's one, but it wasn't enough for me to leave my corporate job, the world that I have created, um, all these years, uh, mm-hmm. so hard for to, you know, rise up in the ranks there and pretty much change my whole life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, 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 go ahead. I just have to commend you for being able to do that after the 15 years, because not only just the pressures you might feel as a person, but with family having opinions and then having a mortgage and all those things, because as an entrepreneur, you don't just earn money right away. You know, you have to invest in yourself. So how did you get the courage and the willpower to go against what anyone else thought and just go for it? And let me tell you, there's a lot of opinions. I got a lot of opinions, especially from family, you know, and they're like, what about the benefits? I'm like, let me, I know I miss the Microsoft benefits. Trust me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, but this is where 
any entrepreneur and any investor really looking to invest in companies will tell you that the purpose is very important. If you don't have the purpose and the mission behind your company, um, it won't get you through the challenging and the hard times. And you don't know until you're in it because I thought I knew before I became an entrepreneur. But once you're an entrepreneur, you're like, oh, this is the roller coaster everybody keeps talking about. Oh, yeah, it's real. <laughs> it's real. Um, but the purpose really is what drove me to quit and go into Madison Savile full time and launching the business. Uh, and that purpose really it embodies and incorporates the history that I haven't really touched on yet um, of just like my childhood and growing up and, you know, coming from an immigrant family, single mother and um, a family where my grandmother had 14 kids. And wow. so I have a lot of aunts and uncles. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, just seeing the women in my family just struggle um, and the narrative uh, that they have in their minds and their head. And it's always kind of, for me, been a fight in terms of proving that, yes, there's, there's a different narrative for us there. And, and it's still changing. And I, I feel, especially the last few years, like we are kind of behind again, um, but to continuously, you know, change this narrative. And I feel so passionate about it only because of what I observed and saw growing up and experienced. And so you take that of wanting to inspire, empower women and in, in changing the narrative for women. And then my love for, for Blazers and what it actually represents. Um, Blazers is a timeless power piece. Mm -hmm. uh, and psychology, uh, science behind it has proven that when you wear a blazer, it actually improves your performance and changes your mindset. And so that's why our tagline is armoring you from the outside with our blazers and building up from the inside and why Madison, why the company is called actually Madison Savile. Um, Savile means uh, for Savile Row in London. For those that don't know, it's known for its bespoke suiting for men. And I want to bring that for women. Uh, and then Madison means gift of God and warrior. And that's really the purpose um, that I've been talking about and the passion behind it is it's being not just a fashion brand, but being a brand to be on the journey with the woman, like and all the hats that she's wearing. Like we, I, we kind of touched on it earlier of, you know, being a mom, being a wife, being a, a career woman, being a sister, an aunt, a daughter, you name it, you know, all these hats that we juggle and, um, still wanting to, you know, exceed in our career, but there's so many factors that need to change still yeah. to help us in that arena. And I want to be a part of that change. And what that looks like is, you know, we partner with different women organizations. We donate, you know, a percentage of our um, proceeds to charities that benefit women and their children. And it's all about how can we do this together as a collective? Because when we come together, we rise together faster. Yeah. And it's all about reminding each other that it's like, this is not a competition. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> with women, that's a big one. <laughs> Big one. It's, a bit, it's changing that narrative too, mm -hmm. because it doesn't help if we keep tearing each other down, because then it's just less of us at the top. Mm -hmm. If we could just continually, like you know, 
give that, you know, lifting hand or hands to other people so they can like rise and they pull you up. It's like sending the elevator down, you know, to help other people rise with you. And that is, that is, you know, the passion behind Madison Savile, but it starts with, you know, I guess the blazers as a vehicle to that. Yeah. I love that. Okay. I love your mission. I love all of it. I also grew up in a family. My dad is from Sweden. So it was also like a first generation thing from his side. And I completely understand the narrative where people they're in this mindset of just working hard and they don't feel like there is anything better than what they currently have. And so I completely relate to that. And I think it's amazing that you just chose to move forward with exactly what you felt was right. So that's incredible for everyone. For the entrepreneurs listening who know they want to do something impactful and they know they have a purpose and they're also deciding, do I sell a product or coaching or whatever it is? And they think maybe I do want to do a product. How does one go into fashion or anything of that sort? So one thing I have to say is I obviously did not come from a fashion background. (laughs) So, um, so that's the, the curiosity of questions like, well, how did you even start? And, and it's, Again, never too late to do something totally different. You know, in our lifetime, we can have many different careers. And in our lifetime, you know, everybody's on a different timeline. And so, I mean, you can look at Oprah, you yeah. know, you know, and and she didn't start right away where, where she's not Oprah, Oprah, right from the start. She went through being a TV anchor, all this stuff. And then which led her to this. And so I would have to say, be open to the journey. And I have to remind myself this all the time, right? Sometimes you start here. It doesn't mean, and you, you, you think you're going to be here and it's like completely somewhere else. And that's also part of your journey and your purpose, because you think about other companies like Netflix, how they started with, you know, the DVD and now they're streaming. And then Shopify started off as like a surfboard company. Um, (laughs) Now they're totally different. Um, but what I have to say is if you're wondering like, what should I be doing? Or you're curious, I have to say, lean into that curiosity and it doesn't have to be something so big because I think that really overwhelms people of all the things they have to do. And before they even start it, they already have overwhelmed themselves and created such anxiety and fear that it actually prevents them from taking that first step. And that first step could be like, you know, if you're very interested in art, you just um, create more time in that in your calendar to go to art galleries or take a a painting class or lean into that curiosity. Because what we tend to not do because we're adulting so much and we're just on that kind of that rat race, that wheel, right? We don't stop to go, what brings me joy or what am I curious about? Yeah. And for me, when I went from when my, my coach was like, oh, it's an, you're an entrepreneur. Like, I don't know what that means, <laughs> you know, oh gosh, yeah. I started like that, where I'm like, well, what do I get really excited about? Or what am I interested in? And I was actually before Madison Savile, I was looking into wine <clears throat> distribution because <laughs> I love wine. I'm like, well, I love wine. So amazing. <laughs> And so I actually had a mentor that had uh, a vineyard, a winery, and he brought me along and I'm like, okay, this is not what I was thinking. It's not as glamorous as I am. She's like, no, but the reality behind the scenes, Diana, you really, you know, and so, but that's what I mean. It's just like 
trying and testing and because you never know what it what it is it could be something totally you try it and you end up hating and you're like okay I thought I I would love it but this is not me at all but it's the fact that you need to take that first step and lean into your curiosity and then with that um, again don't let the fact that you didn't come from that background or you don't have experience in it from stopping you there's tons of classes tons of mentors, tons of consultants and people that you can bring on board that you can learn from. So when I was at Microsoft, I was actually taking um, night classes at the the fashion school. Uh, And so after work, I would go and take these classes so I can have like a basic understanding of pattern making and um, draping and this and that. And then I also took like an online accelerator program that would fit with my schedule. And so all I have to say is there's so much resources out there um, and it's all it takes is looking and researching and asking, you know, asking those around you for, for the help. And because if you don't ask, you don't know. And most of the time you're in your head and you've already stopped yourself before you even take that first step. So definitely. And what about the business skills? Because we talked about the fashion skills a little bit, but that's one thing. If you can design a beautiful piece, what about bringing it to the marketplace? How did that come to be? Oh my gosh. It was (laughs) also a challenge (laughs) because I was supposed to launch um, March of 2020. Uh, Oh, well, yeah, there we go. So you can only imagine, um, you know, establishing or incorporating a company in 2017 while I was at Microsoft and it took years to kind of do research and development with fabric and fit. And because fit is so important with our blazers, it took a while to find the right fabric, to find the right fit. And finally, when we were ready to go, like, okay, we're, I mean, nobody knew this was coming, right? COVID was coming. So I was like, March, 2020 is when you know, we've been talking to production or like factory and we're ready to go. And they're like, yep. Okay. We'll do fill the purchase order. And then uh, we can deliver by X date, which I'm like, okay, so we'll do a soft launch March, 2020. And then we get the ball rolling. And of course, and then before that, um, uh, my husband and I got married February 29th. So right before launch, Thank you. We, I had a wedding to plan. And so we got married in Cabo without knowing anything going on in the United, in the States. Right. It, none of our guests knew either. We we're just having a grand old time. We were literally the last party, the last wedding of the year for two years. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> we came back to California. We landed the day uh, California declared a state of emergency for COVID and we're like, what's going on? I don't understand. <laughs> so then that it all hit me because I was like, okay, and then we're going to launch. I'm like, I can't launch now if, well, at first it was two weeks, right? We thought it was right. two weeks. Yeah. Exactly. And then it was two years. And so um, going back to your question, ours was a little unique. And I mean, I can't say unique because I think a lot of companies went through that. Um, and we did a soft launch to say, hey, you know, we're here. Um, and I had pre-sales, you know, people pre-ordered and paid. Oh. And it was so tough because for me, it's like, oh my gosh, now I have people's money, but I can't produce it for you because the factories shut down. Yeah. And so I had to go into this kind of, you know, I 
for me, it's, you know, do what you say. And yeah. that's how you establish your, you know, your credibility, your loyalty and everything. And I'm like, Hey, this is the situation, constant communication with customers and I'm happy to refund you until we can get production back up. Happy to give you a discount. Nobody wanted the discount. Nobody wanted to return anything. Wow. Just like, you know, everybody, I was so blessed that everybody was just like, we understand the situation and the environment that's going on and we believe in you and we trust you. So it's like, you know, just keep us updated, which I did. Wow. And so we finally um, sold, you know, launched officially January wow. 2022. Wow. So last year um, and fulfilled all those orders, which we were so happy to do. Um, and then going into the market with doing pop-up shops and um, speaking events and yeah. joining different um, women organizations. And I have to say, and I know entrepreneurs out there probably can relate is that you're the face of your brand. And so online sales were slow, at, but then when I'm out there speaking or when I'm doing pop-ups, they know me and customers will buy and like, you'll see the brand awareness grow because yeah. they want to see who's behind the brand and what it's about. And so, Yeah. Oh my goodness. Thank you for going into all of that because it is fascinating. And you mentioned a little bit about, you know, looking ahead and being where you want to be. Is there a particular goal that you have for the future where you know you want your brand to be? What would that be? Oh, absolutely. I I incorporated the company for a reason because I don't want it to be just a boutique store um, because that's not where my vision is. My vision is to create a corporation and this corporation would be just like I said, a more of a lifestyle brand that embodies the modern day woman. And when I say a modern day woman, it's, it's the women that are wearing all these hats that I'm telling, like that I just described. And, and it's us providing the accessories, the clothing, the everything that this modern day woman needs, which means the versatility, the comfort, you know, our customers have even said our blazers are the no bra type of comfort. <laughs> I love like, to steal that. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, when you wear to wear a bra, it's that comfortable. Oh. It's your blazers. And I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> That's so good. Um, and so my vision for Madison Savile is so much more meaning growing into this corporation that actually then can start investing in other women businesses yes. and creating a foundation um, to, to help women, uh, rise in, in whatever situation or challenges that they're going through. And so it's so much more than a blazer. Like I said, it's just a vehicle to it. But what I envision it is that Madison Savile will be investing in a lot of other women businesses, um, and building foundations and grants to help, uh, our community. I love that. I get excited by the same thing for me. It's great to run my business, but when I'm talking to other business owners and founders about creating things together, that's when it gets really exciting. So I'm right there with you. Now yeah. in the Women's Business Network in the Chamber of Commerce, what do you notice most about the women? Anything interesting? Any lessons you've learned from being in that environment? Uh, absolutely. So one of the biggest thing I have to say is, so our women's business network is very geared towards referrals, sales, helping you with the bottom line. You know, that's what we're all about. You know, men come together and they do all these things all the time on the yeah. golf course, on the whatever. But we want to create a, an environment, a network for women to really like help each other, 
you know, build that, um, their bottom line, create wealth, you know, and, but what we've noticed is that a lot of these women actually just want community. And when I say community, it's, it's the, this is what I'm struggling with. Yeah. Just being that raw and and real without having to have a face or that mask on. Because we talk about masculine and feminine energy. That masculine energy, when we put that mask on, is about sales, 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 referrals, da, 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 your business, building, building, building. But I feel like a lot of us are really tired. <laughs> oh, yeah. In a space to be like, I'm tired. I am struggling right now with XYZ or my kids are are going through this or my marriage is going through this and it's affecting also my business and I'm going through depression or postpartum, you name it. So what I'm seeing right now is a lot of women are just really hungry for that just community of real and raw support, just to be able to be without all these hats. Oh, I love that. I feel like that's one of women's greatest strengths as well, is that we can be so raw and tapped into each other and really care. So I love that you guys are doing that because when you think of a chamber of commerce, you kind of think of that more masculine energy of everything being very structured. And I know that whenever I'm in business meetings with men and and founders, I'm always wearing the mask, you know, and I'm showing up there in a certain way, but what an amazing idea to just be yourself and get to feel comfortable talking about, you know, family life and all of those wonderful things. So that's just really inspiring to me that that's happening, um, especially in such a large scale, because I think that means there are great things in the future for everyone in business, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So if anyone wants to see your brand and they want to purchase your blazers or learn more about that, how can they find you? Ah, thank you for that question. <laughs> they can go on uh, madisonsavile.com and Savile is S-A-V-I-L-E. We're also on, or everywhere, uh, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, but our, our social media handle is at Madison Savile. And so please follow us, um, subscribe to our newsletter on the website, then you'll get that 10% off and a free style guide. Uh, but yes, madisonsavile.com. If you have any questions please just dm or email us and we're happy to help guide you in finding the right blazer or any questions you have at all yeah amazing and is there any lesson or advice that you want to give to everyone from your life in general just something that you want to impart on the audience uh this is always a a continuous learning for me uh practice is that just be, and I, I brought it up in, in our, uh, previously is that what I'm learning, especially my biggest lesson right now is just to be open and go with the flow of life. What you think it should be is probably may or may not meant to be for you and just be open to that, the change, right? It's, it's learning, it's discovering yourself. It's, it's just making sure again, this is, a really, really big reminder is that have that time for yourself to uh, tap into that curiosity, to tap into the creativity, to tap into what brings me joy, because I feel like we're, we're losing that um, these days. And so I would just say, start with that. I will leave everyone with that <laughs> because it's one of the things that I am working on um, even more so right now in my life. 
Mm-hmm. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. I'm also working on that same idea. So I really appreciate you finishing with it. And it was just a pleasure having you, Diana. So thank you for being here. Thank you, Anna. Thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you for listening to our show. We hope that you gained some insights and have more direction on how you can start living your purpose. 